This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for January 25th. The nation's largest insurers are gearing up for upcoming changes to Medicare Advantage risk adjustment rules that could collectively cost them up to $3 billion in returned payments, with Humana potentially facing the biggest penalties. That's according to a Bloomberg report on January 24th. The proposed rule from CMS, first published in 2018, would use extrapolation and risk adjustment data validation contract-level audits, beginning with 2011 and including all subsequent audits. A fee-for-service adjuster would not be applied to audit findings which calculates a permissible level of payment errors. To date, nearly every major insurance company has been accused of or settled allegations of Medicare Advantage fraud from the federal government. Payers have been accused of exploiting the program through upcoding schemes that make patients appear sicker on medical records than they actually are, thereby leading to higher payments from CMS. Insurers have disputed these claims. After previous deadline extensions, CMS is expected to release its final rule around that RADV process on February 1st, and that'll determine if payers are overcharging for Medicare and how much money the government should take back. According to the Medicare Payment Advisory Commission, which consults Congress, 2023 overpayments could be as high as $16.2 billion. Industry leaders have warned if the federal government does eliminate the fee-for-service adjuster, payers will likely resort to litigation. AHIP is also opposed to the new rule. Analysts told Bloomberg they expect the final rule to be relatively aggressive, while the Wall Street Journal reported the rule could be watered down. Regardless, the journal said CMS, quote, ultimately believes it is overpaying. The report said that Humana may have the largest risk around clawbacks, with as much as 17% of its 2023 earnings facing scrutiny. That's before interest, taxes, depreciation, or amortization. That's about $900 million. Most other insurers could face penalties on 3% of their 2023 earnings. CMS estimated in 2018 that it could recover $650 million over a three-year period, with $400 million each following year. Elevance Health has reported double-digit revenue growth and beat investor expectations in 2022, but the company posted a slight dip in profits year-over-year. That's according to its fourth-quarter earnings report released January 25th. The company said on January 23rd that it intends to purchase Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana, the 15th state where the company would operate an Anthem BCBS plan. Elevance's total revenues in 2022 were over $156 billion, a 13% increase year over year. In the fourth quarter, revenues were just under $40 billion. In the fourth quarter, net income was $949 million, down 16.5% from the same period last year. Year-end net income was over $6 billion, down 1.3% from 2021. The company's benefit expense ratio was 89.4% in the fourth quarter and 87.4% in 2022. Total medical membership at Elevance is 47.5 million people as of December 31st, which is an increase of 2.2 million or 4.8% year over year. There are 31.4 million commercial and specialty members, 11.6 million Medicaid members, and nearly 2 million Medicare Advantage members. And finally, the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association has released a set of policy proposals it says will reduce U.S. healthcare costs by $767 billion over 10 years. BCBSA said its plan would lead to federal savings of $337 billion, a $298 billion reduction in commercial insurance premiums, and a decrease of $206 billion in out-of-pocket costs for Medicare and commercial plans. 
Their proposed solutions are to improve provider competition by expanding existing site-neutral payment policies so that providers bill for services uniformly across facilities. The proposal also advocates for expanding the FTC through more funding so that it can better regulate anti-competitive behavior. The second proposal is boosting access to cheap prescription drugs. The proposed solution advocates for preserving payers' ability to work with physicians and patients, placing more limits on direct-to-consumer advertising from drug manufacturers, and supporting federal funding of comparative drug effectiveness research. And third and finally, the association is advocating for moving away from fee-for-service. The association would like payers to have more flexibility around promoting telehealth services. They want to modernize prior authorization processes, improve healthcare data interoperability, and develop more value-based care models around commercial and government plans. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.